Continuing our episode with her. Fantastic. We were Thanks for inviting yeah. me. <laughs> Thanks for coming. So back to this. So when I was, when I had my kids at St. Joe's, wonderful experience like you're talking about. My second kid, I had um, complications after. So when I got out of the maternity ward, I went straight to the hospital part of it. And it was a different. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Like it was bad. And there was my like one nurse who just I loved. And at one point, you know, where do I go to go? I don't want to be negative either, but I was like, God, this my I had a respiratory th- therapist and she was horrible to me. And I was like, How do you I right. just had a baby? I this, that, and the other, and you're telling me like she was telling me the honest truth. Which was fine, but at that point, I did not need to hear you the honest truth about feet. my breathing, yeah. and so I was just very upset about that. And I was like, "What do you do with that? Like, where does that go? Like, I don't know." Right. So we you don't give them a gift card, no. right? You don't. <laughs> um, so we discovered that um, there are tons of people that want and need to complain for one thing or another. Right. And there are official channels for each. Um, uh, you know, small scale to large scale. If we're talking a small standalone clinic versus a huge health system, so like Dignity or you know Kaiser. Um, so they have official channels of how you can complain, and they take those complaints seriously. I bet those are more easier to do. It is than anything. How else. how amazing! What a wonderful yes. segue. Yes, yes. it's mm-hmm. easier to complain. <laughs> yeah, and there are so many venues to complain. So right. you can use their official venue. You can also complain on Facebook. You can complain on Instagram. Right. You can complain on Yelp. You can complain on all these different ways. And they do address them. And they, you know, obviously they want, if you have, if you have an issue, they want to deal with that. Sure. If it was a person, maybe they had a bad day, better, right? Yeah, or maybe better. it's a chronic offender that somebody just does not have good bedside manner. And they right. really need to understand how to improve that, right? Um, but when you have an amazing person. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my gosh, I, I, you know, I'm going to say something to the official channel of right. how to, you know, to thank you, but how am I guaranteed that you're going to get it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're my nurse and you are fantastic, but you were with me for four hours and you're gone now or, right, yeah. or whatever, right? You, you, you give them a thing, you blow them up on Twitter, say this, you know, I had an amazing experience right, in this right, but the nurse is never going to, they're never going right. to see that. So it's that like, so gratitude is, is crazy in this way. Um, gratitude is, is one of the few interactions that helps both the person giving it and the person receiving it. And there's 
um, quite a bit of uh, scientific study now about gratitude. Um, five years ago, that was not true. So in the last five years, it has blown up. Um, gratitude, empathy, mindfulness, those sorts of things are being studied scientifically now, which is crazy and awesome. Um, so that's part of the reason why we developed Doje. We found that all these avenues to complain, right. but how do you get that piece of gratitude, that thank you to the person that actually helped you? And that's part of what we do. Um, so so when, that's we, awesome. yeah, when we contact a, a new place that we haven't uh, spoken with before, they're like, oh yeah, we already have a way to like say thank you with these cards. And and that's great. Right. Any Anything that you can do to transfer that gratitude from the person uh, that received the care to the person that provided the care is fantastic. But getting that those words directly to the person means a million times more. And, and what we learned too, I, you know, I told you in the last episode that we we conceived of this idea to crowdfund to give these to give these caregivers things, right? Like right. REI gift cards or whatever. But what we learned is they don't. That's not even what motivates these people. Right. Like they're motivated by the words and the stories of the people that they help. Absolutely. Which makes sense, right? Why do you go into healthcare if not for that? You have it's, that intrinsic right. thing inside yeah. of you that especially needs to being help a nurse, people. right? <laughs> so um, some people might go in for uh, for the money, right? Mm. But not many. If you, I, if you get down to it, I think you intrinsically in any job start out that way, and then you get worn down by people and bitter and. It's kind of hard when you're the longevity oh, nurse. So and you're going I, to you nurse know, Jackie now. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> holy crap, you right. know, I would, if I had a, and the same with any kind of health profession or helping profession. Right, any service any industry. Any services, yeah. it's just like, duh. And that's, like, those people are kind of beyond even thanking them sometimes because it's like, I don't know. That's well, hard. That's so hard. that's what we've found hard. too. Um, yeah. We've we we always have the older generation, and I'm sorry if this is ageism, but that's just in my experience. Mm-hmm. We have an older uh, population of nurses that are crotchety, right. and they don't one they don't want to learn anything new, right? And two, don't tell them how to do their job, or right. like they they do what they do and get out of their way, right? right. Like they're cruising on to retirement, and then they're going to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have the exact opposite of that. Still an older nurse, right? But this person is like so jazzed right. to do That's anything awesome. that might help that situation. That's awesome. So it is. It is. That's amazing. kind of where your team building thing could come in. You Absolutely. Know, that you're trying to get old crotchety to, because you have that with teachers, right? I mean, That's you exactly the, true. Thirty year old. Yeah. And then you have the like, fifty year old. Fifty year old has been there for 20, 25 years, like. <laughs> right, and, and that's what I found too. That um, healthcare and education are so similar. Oh, um, and it, I don't know if you don't take a moment to think about it, 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 it may not uh, impact you like that. But if you start looking at all the little pieces and parts, it's very similar. Well, what's what's driving that similarity is they're both female-driven industries as well. So women are trying to do this this balancing act. Women go into nursing and teaching because the hours can fit with a family. Um, they've always traditionally been a second income position. Not the case anymore, but, you know, that's why you might have gotten into it or thought about doing it. But it also is, they both come from the heart. They're both helping other people, you know, through right. the hardest of times. I mean, with from birth to death, but, and then learning. I mean, and, and all of the problems that come along with both of those, you know, the human condition in general. But they're they're female driven because they're emotionally driven. So I would I would think that they do respond to being thanked 
non-monetarily right more than monetarily i mean a, a gift card at the end of the year is great don't get me wrong like sure. i i right you I, enjoy it <laughs> i applied my kids at the, i was like i like lattes <laughs> and i shop at rei there you and go. i was like oh and my name is you know you know teacher right like there like right. that's really what you would do like Absolutely. first day oh, all yeah. the way through the end of the year I would totally put that out there. mama needs a new bag yeah yeah but, <laughs> totally. I put that out there. oh all the time so monetary is great, but those stories and, you know, the hugs and the flowers and that, that sort of right. stuff really keeps you from being old crotchety. Well, that's exactly it. So you get to this point um, in any job, right, where you're like, oh, man, I've given my all and I haven't gotten back and doggone it. Why do I even do this? And then one person, whether it's a client or your coworker, says to you, oh, my gosh, I and just so grateful that you mm-hmm. spent all that time working on that project. Right. Um, I know it's sometimes a thankless job, and I just wanted to let you know right. how right. great of a job. And I'm getting chills just saying that, and it's not even real. Right, right, <laughs> right. right. right? Like, right. But that is the I thing feel that loved. inspires Aww. you to yeah. keep doing those things that where you give of yourself. Right. So it's cyclical. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. So you were talking about your dad does hospice. What does that mean? Oh, my, if you're talking to me, yes. Uh, um, my, what that mean? Uh, he, yeah, he's a hospice nurse oh, okay. and has been, tough. uh, that's tough. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's very, it's pretty amazing. I think it's one of the coolest things ever. And it's how does such he, an inspiration for me. Have you talked to him about decompression and how does he, have you got a heart to heart with him at all about how does he deal with that? He's no, <laughs> no, not, not no, at I'm all. Just kidding. He's, my, my father's my father's an interesting uh, man. He's very. We should have him on the podcast. He's very zen. Uh, no, he's like the chillest dude. Ever. We should have him on the yeah. podcast. He, he, I don't know how he. I, don't, I have no idea how he decompresses. Actually, other than like sitting and watching Jeopardy for, for and, Jeopardy and Wheel of an Fortune. An awesome way to decompress. Yes. An awesome way, yeah. Yes. And then he and then he he reads, but uh, I, you know he has he has other projects and stuff. He's really looking. I mean, he's done though. He's he's really looking forward to retirement. Yeah. In two or three years. Yeah. So we worked with a, a really cool. Um, assisted living, long-term care, um, brain injury group um, on the Western Slope of Colorado. And um, it was really interesting to see. um, They were really excited when we came in um, to offer this service to thank each other and to have the clients thank them. But what, um, uh, on one hand, it was a dramatic failure because their, their people didn't use Doje often enough to, to uh, tell the administration that, yep, this is something we want to do, right? So they felt like, well, it's not used enough to warrant any sort of cost. And they have, that sort of organization has to count every penny, Absolutely. right? Right. So, and, and, and how can you, in, in the position that I'm in, to how can you push the, something yeah. like what yeah. we're doing uh, toward an organization like that that has to count every penny? I guess so. So even though I find it incredibly important to share gratitude, I understand that it might be a little more important to provide food for your clients, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, well, I mean, so, they're strictly usually Medicaid, Medicare, and everything. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So um, it was really interesting to talk to these people, and, and part of what I get to do, which is so fantastic um, with my job, is um, I get to take photographs of caregivers. Awesome. So, so often they'll have a batch photo, and it's terrible. <laughs> it's worse than the DMV by 10. Um, probably or years more. and years and years. Right. Ago they don't necessarily that. update them. Right. And nobody really likes their badge photo, right? right? So part of what we discovered was if you 
Um, okay, so especially in labor and delivery, um, you saw that nurse for like two seconds, or or maybe it was twenty hours, but you're crazy oh, on yeah, baby, yeah. Right? Right, right? And so you can't associate the name and the face all the time. So we found that so many people wanted to thank somebody that helped them on their care team, but they didn't even know what their name was. So that that led us to okay, so let's put their pictures up. And of course, there was a little bit of a pushback, like oh my god, Nurse Nancy is never gonna put her picture <laughs> on this thing. And there's still tons of people that don't want their profile, don't want their picture on the site. Makes sense. You can understand, sure. But there's this whole group of people that are like, eh, whatever, okay. Absolutely. I guess if it's a good picture, so I get to take photographs of these people, and they choose whether or not they put their photos on the site. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say nine times out of 10, I take a good enough photo that they're like, okay, yeah. (laughs) And it might be the first good photo they've ever had in their lives. And you'd think with all the iPhones and all the technology we have now, everyone should have a decent picture, but they don't. (laughs) So one of the people that I got to speak with was a hospice nurse. And she said um, that she had, she had been um, present at, I want to say more than 50 deaths Mm -hmm. in her career. And, And she was, you know, getting older. And she said, it is the biggest gift that I could ever receive to be with these people in their last moments. And and for most of us, we're like, oh, gosh, that's so scary. And I don't want anything to do with that. But for her, and must be your dad, right? There's this magic that happens for a person that, you know, is, is pretty, like, uh, finds their peace on their way out of this well, crazy life. Well, especially if they have family. Like, that's, you're the last person this mm-hmm. person is going to see, touch, feel, whatever. Well, right? and that's, that's a huge deal. And we, um, on the Sophie and Nico show, had a couple of episodes on, on uh, end of life and, um, our friend who's a hospice nurse, and then obviously, um, Nico's dad is, um, and then I was, I was, present at a death and of a family member and it's it, it is it's a it, it's been consistently described as very similar to lmd so bringing life in and 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 being there when life leaves they're intimately tied yep um and the people that do that work obviously are amazing but they would view it as a calling as much as you a midwife views it as a calling right being a hospice provider is is absolutely a calling um and it is. It's it's the same. It was it was eerily similar. We found to bringing life in. We found that um, some of the most dramatic, tear jerking messages um, on the LND side have come from families that have lost their baby. And right. oh, you yeah. know, there's gratitude in each kind of event. And um, sometimes it helps that person, that family that lost their baby, so much that they can. They can give a little bit to the people that help them through this horrible, horrific right. experience. Sure. Sure. And and you can imagine, like I I haven't I haven't had that experience, but I can imagine how um, lifting, how elevating that would sure. be to be man penny. You know, like this was the worst day ever, and the fact that you were there cracking jokes was like the mm-hmm. best. Right. Right. Ah. Yeah, I think that that's. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> there is a no. There is something to that where you do. I think you interact with. They're both not as clinical because you can't do anything. There, there's a point in both of those scenarios where you, you, you have to remove yourself from being behind the wheel, like as the person laboring or dying. You're just kind of not it's nature it's, it's just biology at some point right so 
and I, I would, I would guess that's why that they, they feel so emotional and, and impactful is that it's, it's different than surgery. It's different. Right. Than surgery seems very, um, seems very scientific, seems right. very like here are the instruments. This is where they all go. This is what you do. I don't know. I'm yeah. sure there's art to it as well. Um, mm. as in any, anything like that, but, right. but you're right. There's a distinction between um hospice and labor and delivery and well and their jobs as nurses to literally it's it, it is about the patient but the patient is also like on their own to some extent like this is this is proceeding this is happening we're going to get to a finality one way or another in both situations but they're there to help all the family and they i think that's why we connect so much with those nurses too is that they're there checking in on you making sure everything like oh hey hubby are you gonna fall over you need a pillow you know or, exactly or you know <laughs> how are you doing right just a cup of tea with the hospice provider is and right. and from speaking with them that's their job is the family is the ones who are going to live through this right and so they are very patient they're i mean they're awesome and then and i would i would think that they do get thanked but you're so out of it as a family member of someone sure. who's dying, right? Sure. That you that maybe you forget. And then you're like, how do I contact that right, person? Right. What, am I, what can I do? And that's exactly where I want to be. Um, we right. haven't had, um, or we've spoken to several hospice organizations, but we haven't been able to fully um, uh, use our services in that way yet. Mm -hmm. And that's something I'd really like to do. Um, because I think it is as important as the beginning of life. Um, yeah, just to be able to, you're, you're having a particularly bad day as a caregiver, as a care provider. And that's one of the, the coolest things about what we do. You can access it on, on your phone. Um, so you don't have to go to your home in the drawer where all of the cool cards are, right? Mm. Like that's great to have those physical mementos of those emotional events. But being able to just like pull it up on your phone and go, oh man, I remember that client. I remember that experience. And okay, I'm I'm enthused again. I can do this. Oh, that's awesome. So basically, I appreciate you coming to share, and this is a great thing that you're doing. I really appreciate it. Thanks. So and, I and you what know. you're doing also is like let me thank the the thanker because that's a really incredible. Like I wish you guys the best of luck, and because that's a Absolutely. really awesome, awesome idea. Thank you. It is. And we wish you success. I hopefully that that'll pick up and so the best thing that you can do is tell your family and friends about Doj and um who knows? It's always that, you know, six degrees of separation. Sure. Somebody knows somebody who knows somebody else. And I've, you know, tried the direct approach, but there are um, more than a thousand hospitals in the country. And I haven't called them all yet. Yes. What? So, Get on that. I know. Um, you'd think in five years that would have happened. But no. there are these things like, you know, onboarding a new organization and mm -hmm. um, raising so, children. Right. Raising children. Um, uh, one of the organizations that we're working with right now is uh, Kaiser Complementary Medicine. So acupuncture and chiropractic, and, nice. um, uh, which is very cool. Um, and, and, you know, they've just started putting the word out to all of their, um, they're called members, not clients, mm -hmm. uh, to all their members. And it's pretty great, some of the messages that are coming through to, to bolster these guys. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I think yeah. that's awesome, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan of the platform. I feel like it. it is better than that. Well, the the I cards. Think, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And there just needs to be more positivity in the world. In the world, in Absolutely. general.
So part of um, what we'd like to do in the future, if, if we can get healthcare to, to run and be successful, um, is to move to different verticals, different industries, like the service industries, um, maybe food. Um, it's a little bit tricky there, mm-hmm. um, but a, a friend of mine who's a filmmaker, he really wants us to uh, move this to airlines mm-hmm. because um, he's got this great, uh, con- I don't know if it's a concept that was based on a true story or not, but, you know, a dad's trying to catch a flight to get home to his daughter's wedding to give her away. And, you know, some airport worker goes out of their way to help get him on that plane, right? You go across the airport or whatever it is. So they could have ignored it and they sure. could have just, you know, oh, whatever, it's not my job. But that mm-hmm. person helps get that other person to their amazing life event. And that's I mean, that's certainly that's worthy awesome. of a thank yeah. you. Right. Um, so, you know, there's some airlines that are really great about accepting feedback, mm-hmm. um, positive or negative, uh, <laughs> but not all of them. And it would be great if there was a kind of universal site like Doge, um, where you can thank people like that. So then the, then the wider concept is, how do you just thank strangers, right? So I'm climbing a mm. 14er with my kids um, a couple years ago. And my, she was seven at the time. She got ahead of us and I had a three-year-old on my back climbing a 14er. Oh my gosh. And uh, anyway, so I couldn't see her. She went around the curve and I was panicking a little bit. So three-year-old got her off my back, gave her to dad. And, you know, 14,000 feet, it's a little bit hard to like run. Um, <laughs> but it took me a little bit. And I, as I was getting closer to her position, um, somebody said, is somebody looking for a, a little girl? And I was like, me, me, I'm looking for a little girl. And, um, and then they told me that she's just up ahead and, and she was crying. And so, of course, I try to hurry as much as I can. But yeah, some right. hiker, right, exactly, your heart's beating out of your chest. But some hiker, she had she had taken a false trail. And if you've ever climbed a 14 there's all this talus and there are these weird, it, it's hard. It's hard. Even though there are hundreds of people on this mountain, it's sometimes hard to find the trail. And she had taken this little false trail and kind of got stuck. And, of course, her family wasn't in sight. Yeah. So she started to freak out. And um, some hiker named John, like, talked her down and, like, kind of helped her out. And uh, when we, you know, when I arrived, we had this nice big cry fest. And we we did go on. We actually didn't get to the summit of that mountain. Dang it. But anyway, <laughs> hiker John, I would love to be able to, uh, and I did, I, I sent a shout out on um, 14ers.com to hiker John. But how amazing would it be um, to be able to thank him? And I know that the face the, the Facebook, um, Facebook. <laughs> yes, we just show we just showed everyone how old we are. We said the YouTube the other day, and my boys were like, "What did you just?" I said the YouTube. That's so funny. Well, but, so. so it sounds like so. I mean, it sounds like this could eventually turn into almost a social network of like gratitude, right? Which is a beautiful idea. It would be amazing. Um, and, and then, of course, you've got the folks that are like, how do we monetize that, right? Yeah. Um, I would love, if if we can't be commercially viable, um, and we'll probably know that by the end of this year, if, if it can't be commercially viable, we're um, investigating, turning it into a nonprofit and seeing if maybe a larger um, organization might take on what we do as right. an arm of their right. um, operation. Because there's so much more in the service industry. right. I mean, even the little junky kids at the movie theater that has to pick up the popcorn because you're too late in it. Right. They, I hope. Well, so, start on that. so here's a here's a question. What are you supposed to do with those hard, hard kernels of popcorn? You're eating your popcorn and you're, you know, you chewed it. It was in your mouth. What are you supposed to do with that thing? You just finish it. 
You can't swallow it. You just chew it and you can. You just, it. but you can't. It's then too you'll, hard. You'll grow popcorn in your oh, stomach. <laughs> <laughs> you just chew it. What do you finish it? If you have a napkin, spit it in there. Spit it in your cup. I don't know. Don't spit it on the floor. I just feel so bad for people who work at restaurants because they have to touch your nasty food and do all this stuff. <laughs> to be fair, it doesn't bother us, right? <laughs> From experience. No, it's, I'm not it's saying. All like, oh man, they, they left half that steak. No, I'm <laughs> saying we're like, fully aware of the <laughs> job we signed up for too. No, although no, I get it is that, but nice. What There's a nice a, to be able to. Oh my god, yeah. I didn't have to do that this time. It's always nice when you like stack your plates or something. Right, but that's I, what but, I'm saying. But. I mean, I see both sides a little bit. I don't see that you can't pick up. Don't your... be super gross. Well, wh- no, I'm saying Curse why can't there. you pick up your yeah. popcorn that you brought in, you paid for? Why am I in charge of picking it up is my feeling. Like that technically is not, I'm supposed to clean. Yeah. But you lazy American cannot get your butt <laughs> I up. I really went right for it. I did. Because <laughs> that's, it's like a, they provided this service. This is what I'm talking about. I provide service. Yes, you get paid for it, but that doesn't mean I have to treat you like crap right. because you provide the service. But right. most people are, are terrible people. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I think well. most people are awesome people. I do, they but they just, of, of, those of kind of things just bother me. And now they just do it to piss me off. Like he just did it to be funny. But yeah, stop just, hanging out with that guy. Yeah, wow. <laughs> it's also, like, uh, like toxic it, friendship. Right? We, we did. We did. We started hanging out because oh, I, I can't. That's just not because the popcorn though. Now no, no, no. Well, that's just a personality <laughs> thing. It's not even a yeah. Like it, it's you know. No, that, that, that goes back to the cultural. Everything else that goes back to the cultural norm, right? In in our culture, in Western American culture, um, men were allowed to kind of do whatever the heck they wanted, and the women were supposed to clean up after them, and the children until the mm-hmm. children get a certain age, and then they're not supposed to anymore, right? Right. right. I still deal with that. My husband is from. Hispanic culture, and it's crazy. I'm sure that this happens in Irish Catholic cultures and all kinds sure. of different cultures, mm-hmm. but my experience in this Hispanic culture is there's a whole lot of expectations about the women cooking and oh, cleaning. absolutely. No, I, I, that's almost different to me than out in the world. Like, the dyna- dynamics of the family is kind of like a long-standing thing, and you just, like, constantly have to chip away and chip away. But I, I'm more about the service do you know, know it's constantly saying, "Well, you provide a service, so you need to treat me a certain way." Well, I think I think it's similar in the way that you have to chip away at the yeah. at, at the um, expectation right. that they get paid for it. So, yeah. right, yeah, it, it is its expectations, and it's it's probably heavily rooted in entitlement. But Definitely. we can snip away and break away at that with more gratitude, more mm-hmm. thinking. Exactly. That's perfect. People for, for what they're doing and, and whether that's that you just, you know, walk around and say thank you. Say thank you for everything. On the Facebook. So next time <laughs> on the Facebook and the YouTube. So next time you're at the movies and you see those people coming in to clean up, just say, hey, thanks. Oh, yeah. I do. Exactly. Very- and maybe sign up on, on the doJ and, and send thank you that <laughs> well, way. Yeah. Well, send I'm like you. Up. I mean, I'm, I used to be in the service industry, so I know exactly what it's like when people are just much easier to come and yell and scream at you about something that's going wrong than to tell you thank you for what you're doing. I think I have one in my whole like nine, ten year career of working with development disabled. I had a, a not just one, but like a one that really sticks out in my right. mind. I helped a gentleman's son, I helped his son with um his funeral plans in ahead of time. And he was so th- like it was overwhelming how thankful he was about it. And that just 
made everything that all the bad stuff that had gone away that had happened throughout my career. Right. That was just like, oh, that's awesome. That's what I did it for. Yep. But, well, thank you for no, thank you. The, thank you. Ah, oh, no, I like thank the, no, you. Nobody, nobody, it's, it's, it's audio, so nobody can see right. the, the visual, the, the ALS thank you. Uh, ASL. ALS. ALS, ALS is a little different. bit different. ALS. ASL. ASL. American language sign. That was last week's episode. That was last episode. Sign. That's it. All right. right. Well, thank you for joining us, and we will see you guys next time. Subscription. (laughs) On the next. Yes. Underpants is a production of Sophia Nico Present. Executive producer, Sophie Gray, edited and produced by myself, Nicholas Orlin, starring Penny Smith. If you would like to reach out to us or have any questions, please do not hesitate to do so. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Facebook at Gunderpants or at Sophia Nico Present. If you'd like to reach out to us by email, please do so by emailing sophianico at gmail.com. As always, thank you for listening and we hope you tune in next time. Yeah.